All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors, episode 13. We are live at the Wilson Compound, and we've got a house full of special guests tonight. I can't tell you enough about how much we've been looking forward to this one, and uh, I can promise you one thing. we got two excited little girls sitting on the sideline that's ready to come on and talk about it. So first and foremost, I'd like to uh, give a special shout-out to Nick Wilson on the uh, the hosting of a special evening and inviting everybody into his house. It's going to be a good one, and I'm looking majorly forward to it. Uh, Mark Tucker, Cody Mayo, two local legends that they consider themselves have entered the realm of Talk About It World, dressed just alike in camouflage vests. <laughs> Cutest buttons, I'll tell you. They're, they're repping for their company, and I am proud to see it. I didn't even know Eddie Bauer was still in business. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, I specifically asked, and he said black, so I wore camo. He ended up in camo. Well, you're you're his hero, so I wouldn't expect <laughs> oh, nothing less. Nice. <laughs> Except for when it comes to killing deer. Oh, uh, man, the jabs have started already. <laughs> Oh, man, it's going to be a fun night. We've got a house full of people. All the ladies have come to join their special men as they enter into this journey that we consider a, well, I don't want to call it a special occasion, but we'll call it a momentous occasion because we've been trying to get this one done for quite a few weeks. I know with COVID and everything hitting, it kind of put us behind on a few episodes, and you got pushed off because of this or you got pushed off because of that work. Everything else gets in the way. We're glad to have you all here, and we'll get right to you as soon as we can. Nick, have a good day. Yes, sir. How about you? Man, couldn't I ask for it to be any better. Drug out that new uh, that new Vortex scope on my 6.5 Grendel, got it tuned in, and I'm I'm majorly excited for the... Uh, You're going after some <laughs> coyotes. One. We're going to try to go after some coyotes, and uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully, we can do it like the old times. We got rid of those thermals, and we're back to daytime dogging, and back in the day, it used to be, used to be a lot of fun. So, Cody, good to see you, man. Doing all right? Excited to be here. Forever excited. You got to <laughs> turn it excited. up. Yeah, so we're going to play a new drinking game uh, with the Talk About It Outdoors team. Um, anytime you hear the word that starts with an E, I'm not going to say it because I'm, I'm drinking uh, an uptime original citrus cane sugar blend from the Waleska Super Thrift I picked up on the way here because I was feeling a little peckish as I came out today. So all I can say is the big man is the E. e I'm e, excited. E, thank you. There's another one. Go ahead and turn them up. <laughs> Somebody's going to be walking home tonight. I can already tell it's going to be bad. As y'all saw earlier this week on our social media platform of Facebook, we dropped our apparel line. We launched it over on Instagram, and you can find us at talkaboutit-outdoors on Venmo if anybody's interested in ordering any apparel, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, et cetera, et cetera. You've seen the post. Go check it out. We appreciate everybody sponsoring us in that because that's something that's going to keep us rolling as we go. we got to buy pizza and snacks for all these guests coming in. These girls over here starving to death because y'all ain't been spending no money. Got to buy them something. <laughs> go get them, pack them goldfish. Pack, pack crackers or something. They <laughs> some on top of the refrigerator. Like there's some there. get them. Oh, yeah. If Mayo let them get them from him. <laughs> oh, wow. We've made wow. Hold on a minute. Let me... <laughs> Got them jabbing already. Oh, we're, we're, we are exactly three minutes and 31 seconds, and Mayo's been jabbed enough. He looks like he's been in a fight with Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> Getting beat, beat like a drum, beat like a drum. So, as we said earlier, they're in here tonight to talk over deer hunting with us, talk about all the things we've been through over the years together. They've been a friend of ours for an extended period of time. We've, we've hunted together. We've 
fish together. We've spent time, you know, around a lot of special events in our lives together, and it's good to have them here. They're really good friends of ours, and as much jabbing as we're going to do, we feel very blessed for them to be in the house with us tonight. So with that being said, uh, why are they here, Alex? To talk about it. What are they going to talk about, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't want to go into the full list of what all they're going to talk about. What I would like to to say to Cody is I'm so appreciative for him being live and in person with us because if we was trying to call him on the Bluetooth, we'd have never got him on the phone. Amen. No way we'd have never got him on the Let me carry it back. Let me carry it back. Oh, you at least get that. I don't even get him. Oh, I get a text from him every time. Call you back in a second. And if seconds are measured in hours, the man's got it down to a T. Mm-hmm. One day, I, I, I swear, I hope you guys are just halfway busy. No. Yeah, yeah. I, me too. Me Here too. Mm-hmm. Me too. One, you better take that vest off. Morgan, did you bring him another shirt? He's already perspiring so bad. He's got a puddle under the floor over here. And that's a special pump your brakes moment brought to you by South Southeast Wildlife Innovations, makers of a track to Supreme Protein. We get a shout out to them. And that's a special pump your brake moment of the night, first and foremost. And I can't wait for a few of them more to drop. So, as always, we'll go into our first uh, shooting you straight episode i'll give y'all a minute to talk and introduce yourself but cody go ahead and drop it what you got for shooting you straight this week this week from isaac crane he wants to know do we have any tips for first-time bow hunters and from his perspective he's fairly confident with the bow he has a bow but he hasn't made the leap into actually hunting so he wants to know if we have any tips and my tip is practice your tail off just practice 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 make it as realistic as you can i know when my son you know started um bow hunting we set it up in the yard had a stand you know no more than four or five foot off the ground let him get used to how high do you put your bow hanger how high do you you know hang everything standing in that stand grabbing the bow drawing back on the target at different you know different ranges so i just say practice practice i don't know what do you what do you do now like do you do the same routines over and over now do you stand in the same position each time i i don't shoot much from elevated platform at the house but I have a, a routine that I go through when I'm practicing. I will start at different yardages, but I usually start I usually start far off. I say far off, like 40 yards, and then I'll work closer, and then I may jump back, you know, further. But um, you guys something? Which one of you guys? What do you do? I mean, I mean, I mean several people have said it uh, on the show already. I mean, just getting out in the woods, getting out there. Um, and I believe in shooting elevated as well. Um you know, when you're practicing, I, I, I've had several close misses. Um, there's a little bit of a calculation you got to do. You know, if, if a deer comes in at 15, 20 yards and you're, you know, jacked up 20 foot in the tree, you know, you don't – I don't put my pin placement right where I want that shot. You know, you got to carry a little bit lower, and I feel like that's one of those things. I, I mean, starting out, just getting out there, but I feel like that's one of those things you got to keep in mind because, I mean, prime example, a couple years ago, I shot second biggest deer of my life, and I close miss – not you know taking that calculation into consideration yeah and 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 as cozy cody said before you even go to the woods with a bow you need to be proficient in your shooting don't go out risk wounding a bunch of animals that's not the way you learn your your biggest practice is finding your comfort zone with your bow and being confident in any shot you place whether it's at 20 30 40 yards where where you find yourself most comfortable in a position shooting at home is where you need to find yourself most comfortable in a position shooting from a tree. As Nick asked, if you find yourself standing in those same two-foot platforms, don't stand with your feet spread three foot apart because you're not going to be, unless you're hunting out of a elevated built stand or something where you can spread your feet out, you need to practice 
practice how you're going to hunt. And if you're going to shoot, you know, on an edge, or I try to stand on the edge of the, the porch at the shack and, and shoot past the post like I'm shooting past a tree and putting things in the element that I'm shooting around. And so that's one of my biggest takeaways from practicing before season is I start standing, you know, on the position that I would, you know, normally hunt in. So, Mark, you got anything? Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, try to get out a little bit further than you're comfortable with shooting. Shoot 50, 60, 70, even though if you're not going to shoot a deer that far, just – makes those 20 and 30 yard shots sound like a chip shot and then uh don't be afraid to to shoot a doe and you know practice on live animals um because when that buck comes in it's all gonna it's gotta go back change anyway (laughs) yeah so you want it to be uh kind of second nature so yeah get a routine down practice 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 that's the biggest key to being successful as a bow hunter because i don't care how much you practice when the when the game drops it's, it's on it's gonna change different. i would just say confidence probably the biggest thing mayo told me this you know back, back this early this year and illinois up there just just go to the stand with confidence go to go out there shooting confidence if you you know you miss one suck it up go on to the next one um you're gonna have those you're bow hunting if anybody tells you they haven't missed one or made a bad shot there they probably haven't done it long enough so just be confident in your equipment and, and just enjoy it. And, 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 it, and I, I guess some people, some people think, you know, I shoot a deer and a target, so I don't know what you guys may shoot, but, you know, the deer kind of helps me shoot a little bit better than just a block target or finding that s- small spot on that block target will help you too, and that helps me. So I don't know, if, I don't know what y'all guys shoot. But. Aim small, miss small. Yeah, shoot, I yeah. shoot a block target. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what I was about to say, aim small. Always aim small. Yeah. You know, if you've got a three-inch circle you're shooting at it, 30, 40, 50, whatever yard it is, you know, put a smaller – stick something on there, whatever it may be, a piece of paper, whatever whatever you can get pinned on that target and aim at that instead of aiming at that three-inch circle and just try to try to aim small. A lot of times, I, I like, if I shoot – if, if I'm shooting five or six arrows at a time, I try not to keep hitting that same arrow because your, your, your mind's telling you to go back there. I try to pick a different spot out just to make sure I'm zoning in on that one spot. I don't know if that helps, but if I'm trying to sight it in, if I'm getting my, my target sighted in, then I go with that one spot, but – just picking out different places, just trying to shoot it there, I think helps me too. And Mark said it too, and I do this. I shoot a lot further in the yard than I plan on ever shooting in the woods, 50, 60 yards or whatever. Um, that way when there's one at 20 yards, it's like, you know, watch yeah. this. It's a chip shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. I appreciate you sending yeah. that out, Isaac. I know it took us a minute to get to it, as we said before. You know, it takes us a few minutes to get to those questions as people post them and, and go along. We'll get to a few more and see what we can do. And, you know, first time bow hunting, get out there and, and get with it. Just just go, get in the woods. So I, I appreciate that question coming in, and we always appreciate the shooting straight moment. Cody, thank you for putting that together tonight. And, you know, at this time, after you've heard them talk a little bit, I want them to go ahead and kind of give a little rundown um, Cody, I, I've known you for, for probably close to 20 years now. We met in high school when you were a freshman and I was a sophomore, I guess, or a, or, or a junior, always always messing with him, thumping him in the head and stuff. And I'm not thumping him no more. He's got too big for that for me. He grew a lot. Joke. There we go. But, well, it wasn't necessarily a fat joke. It could be a skinny joke to me because you're a lot bigger than I am. So, I, Or I'm getting older and wiser than one. I'm not sure which, but – Morgan, his wife's with him tonight, and he also brought his two children, Gracie and Bethany, and they're going to come on and talk about some deer hunting experiences from a child's perspective, and that's something new to us, and it's going to be something neat for us to do, and 
they're excited. They're bouncing around the garage right now, <laughs> playing with the dogs, and I, I'm I'm sure sure looking forward to hearing their take on on the way things go as well. So Cody and Morgan been together for I guess 15 years now, and and married for about 10, and and they've built a, a beautiful life together, and and it's given them an opportunity to get out in the woods with their kids and stuff, and you know, and taking impart that knowledge that he's learned from that. So Mark. Uh, you're going to have to give me a little little bit here on how long you've been married because I don't think it's Very, been that no, long. No, fresh, fresh. We got married in August. Uh, it was supposed to be in May, but, of course, COVID hit. and uh, We were sitting there about February when all this stuff started coming down, and I told her, I said, can you imagine if we got to postpone our wedding, and I'll be darned if it, it didn't happen. So <laughs> we've been married since August. Uh, so, so far, so good. She ain't left me because I like to go deer hunting, so I guess that's a well, good thing. that new love. Give her time. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want me to Is lower it, that mic? You want me to lower that mic? No, I'm well, just having to. No, we're trying to oh share here. Hey, I'm Morgan, just, Morgan, I'm Morgan, Morgan, do me a favor and go over not, there and get a get a. Uh, hey, the short jokes out. <laughs> that wasn't a short joke. I, I was, wondered I, what you were keeping those phone books over there in the corner for <laughs> Nick. Slide them under their chair. You, there. you want to so, yeah. Hey, you can slide over here and share my. He's a little taller. Mark, lower that. Chair's too short. Do you use single sticks or or like whole sticks to get in a tree, Mark? I did one and up. Oh. That's right. Oh, man. Woo. Dynamite comes in small packages (laughs) coming in hot. The the background noise tonight is going to be epic. The peanut gallery is firing on all cylinders. It's our our first time doing that, and I don't don't know how in the world we're going to ever make it through without it. I was going to give that wife shout out, but I'm thinking uh, you better do it. I wouldn't take it back. Uh, it's good to have you guys here tonight, and and as we said, we're going to go through you know some of the hunts that we've had in the uh, in the past season that you guys can come on and tell us about. You know Illinois, and and we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the season with that. But um, you know, Nick, I know we've talked about getting them on and kind of went through a, a scenario as far as how we wanted it to go. But you know, what I'd like to hear first off is you know like we usually ask. How'd you get in it? How'd you get started in it? So, Mark, we'll start with you, man. You know, just give us a rundown of where you got started with it. Yeah, um, probably about like most of y'all, 11, 12 years old. I was I was a little bit more into sports than uh, my brother was when uh, I was younger. And him and uh, him and dad was going off uh, every weekend to the deer woods, and I didn't uh, I didn't like getting left at home. So balling, and uh, I realized uh, also that I was going to be a very short individual so basketball wasn't gonna be my job so i decided to it's better off to get in the woods you see spud webb yeah I, I can't jump like him though well that's true but uh yeah i got in the woods uh 11 12 years old and been going uh going at it ever since so when did you kill your first deer it's about my first uh first year i think 11 years old i shot a uh his old button head dad was right there beside me he put me in a climber when i was first starting to hunt so he was in a tree behind me and uh I'll tell this quick story real quick. I was talking earlier, somebody, and I learned a hard lesson early on. Dad uh, was hunting in a tree behind me, and a big buck come in after I'd killed my my first deer, and it it looked up at me, and I kind of froze and didn't get draw a bead on it real quick, and about 15 seconds later, Dad cut down on it. He said, I give you a chance to shoot it, and it's bigger than anything I killed, so I learned quick. You better shoot quick, because if not, somebody else might get him, or or he's going to run off one of the two, so. Oh, that's good. When did, when did you uh, when did you start bow hunting? Because I know you're a huge bow hunter. Um, it wasn't very long after that. I, I I think I was thirteen or fourteen when I killed my first bow. Yeah, or deer with a bow. Um, just an old wheel bow, 
XX75 aluminum air and a muzzy broadhead. Had a single 20-yard pin because that's all the bow would shoot and uh, killed, a, killed a small doe in uh, Hancock County. Now, how far away was your dad when he heard that shot go off? Because I know that bow was loud. <laughs> yeah, as a joker. No, actually, I'd have to dig back through. He actually's got it on film. He was in a he was in a uh, ladder stand about sixty yards behind me, and I was in a climber really? over a crab apple tree. Yeah, it's uh, it's on a VHS. How big tape. was that camera? He was carrying. Oh, yeah. he it was a, a wheelbarrow. It was, probably, yes. it was probably bigger than the deer, to be honest with you. It wasn't very much for the deer, but hey. Uh, memory, me memory that lasted so, with so you it. You guys camped sure. a lot down there at Hancock County back then. Most time we hunted in uh, Warren County, but uh, the reason I went to Hancock, we got some in, uh, my oldest brother's in laws have some property there, and they'd come and clear cut all of our timber before we got down there to bow hunt. So they was generous enough to let us come in and uh, and, and bow hunt that opening weekend. So. What was the name of that club? Uh, shirt tails. I yep. think they still yep. got it. To yep. be honest with you, some of them. Uh, There's a lot yeah, of locals some of them from up there, Uncle Weber, like like down hear, in there. That'd be a good uh, shooting straight. I like to hear some club names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, yeah. I got some vintage hats too. Pump your brakes. Hold on a minute. <laughs> we'll pump your brakes on that club name. Fire quick. Uh, headhunters. Any club names, Cody? Mayo? <laughs> I literally had Davisboro Hunting Club. <laughs> Headhunters was our hunting big, club. Big, big Ten was ours. That you was know. our Putnam County Club. That was ours, the, the big one. So, so, excuse me on that pumpy break moment. Y'all going to have to bear <laughs> with me. I get a lot of those. So, well, that's good, Mark. I mean, and Cody, for you, you know, where did it where did it really take off for you? Uh, so, I mean, definitely brought up hunting. I mean, you know, Dad was taking me back when I was seven, eight, nine years old. I think the first time I went by myself, was, I was 10. Um I hunted by myself from 10 to 12, from 10 to 12, and never shot a deer. I actually had a you know old iron sight, 30-30. I think Jason Lewis threw that out there. Give him a little shout-out because those two episodes were killer. Shout-out, Jason. Um, iron sight, 30-30, never, uh, never had an opportunity. I don't think – you know, th- that was – I mean, you're talking 20 years ago. I, I feel like the deer population now, you know, North Georgia is ex- – it's loaded compared to what it was. Um Hunted for two years, never seen anything. Hunted, you know, Clayton community, back behind my parents' house. And then when I was uh, when I was um, twelve, um, we joined the the family hunting club over in Oglethorpe County, which is actually east. It's actually uh, outside of Athens. Um, joined Oglethorpe Hunting Club uh, with with the Chambers family, um, and was able to shoot my first deer, which was a monster spike. If anybody was <clears throat> curious about that, Mayo is known as the spike slayer. Yes, absolutely, the deuce deuce. I remember, uh, I remember Dad was shooting. Uh, he was actually sitting. I'm sorry, he was sitting in a in a in a tower stand on the side of the the uh, the camp road there, about 300 yards above me. And um, when I shot that <laughs> that deer dropped in the road, and um, I remember immediately. I mean, naturally, you know, you climb down. I, I, at that point, I was shooting a, a 742 Remington semi-auto 30-06, <laughs> and Dad was sending me to the stand with a full clip. You know. Um, I think Old I woods sh- master. Yeah, absolutely. So I shot that deer, climbed down in, in, in a hurry, and we were using the two-way radios. I know, Nick, you, you remember. I oh, yeah. You talked about oh, those yeah. already. Um, Love those days, too. Yeah. It was just, it was super interesting. It was fun. I it, mean, was, hear- it was a little bit more exciting back then because you I didn't agree. know what was going on. It wasn't just a simple text. Yeah, I agree completely. And I remember Dad was ringing me up with that alert system. He was more or less <laughs> telling me not to walk up on the deer. I don't think we had went over the, the, the scenario of, of – you know, after the shot, Getting easing gouged. up on that deer, making sure that it was it was expired and, and, and that whole mess. But I think I shot eight deer that season, and I remembered <laughs> only had uh, three weeks to get it done in while he was in South Georgia. <laughs> yeah, right. So I remember Dad. Um, the last like two or three times I went to the stand, he sent me with one round. 
He's like, we can't afford the processing bill <laughs> if you keep this up. This is unbelievable, <laughs> you know. Um, so that was it. But 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 since then, you know, we hunted down there for several years and uh, was lucky enough to uh, get into Davisboro Hunting Club, where I started hunting. You know, hunting a little bit better, better bucks, if you will, some quality hunting. And then um, for the past eight years, been super blessed to meet some well, one individual in, in particular, Jared Payne, uh, an awesome guy up in Illinois. Um, and been hunting up there, bow hunting up there for, for eight years. But, but same as Mark, I think I started bow hunting probably, you know, 13, 14, right after I remember, kind of getting that bow. I remember going to, to um, Kyle's house yes. when you were a yeah. freshman, going over there and shooting well, we, off that platform. We set up an entire archery range at Stretch's house. one of the house. coolest That's things right. ever. Yeah. Was that a, a Mighty Might or a, a Tech 29, or what was that little bow tech that you had that you were shooting it, back then? It actually then? wasn't a bow tech. It was a brute force. Brute force. It was a high uh, – no, you had a high country. high country brute force. That's what it was. Thank you. It was, yeah. That's awesome. I remember that little bow, and I remember us going over there and shooting. That was a lot of fun. It was a blast. Um, well, let's go. You know, I guess we'll drop right into to where you uh, – what? Nothing. I Why do you look at me like that? Because you always look at me in a funny – when I start talking. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> we'll go right into, you know, when when did Illinois start for you? I mean, did it did it kick off in the in the early season of uh of or the, the early part of your hunt career? You said eight years ago. So what you were fourteen then? Because you're you're about twenty two now. <laughs> yeah, I wish I definitely wish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we actually had a a, a, a straw supplier at work. Um, his brother was going up to the Shawnee National Forest, Shawnee National Forest up in uh, southern Illinois, and was hunting up there on public land, and ran across a. Um, Ran across a farmer again. I mentioned him a second ago, Jared Payne. Ran across this uh, this gentleman um, in passing a restaurant. I can't remember the exact story, but um, you know, more or less convinced him to to let him come up there and start hunting. And um, you fast forward several years, Jared invited him up. You know, they were able to uh, to get out on some family ground. Jared's family um, was part of the Marlow, so um, they they owned a, a, a quite a bit of ground up there. So. Started hunting. He started hunting up there, and then I was invited by uh, by that gentleman's brother up for a uh, for just a weekend hunt. You know, just to hunt the Midwest. You know, because that was that was that was the thing to do. You know, and it still is the thing to do. Don't get me wrong. It was you know, I, I chased November every single day. You know, but um, was invited up there for a long weekend. Fell in love. Jared and I hit it off, um, and and kind of the rest is. is history um, what year did you kill the buck and the other one came in and attacked that you had that you video know I, I knew that question was coming and i should have that uh, i had memorized. that video I, up until just a few months ago when i changed phones it was still on my phone I, from I, whatever i still have that video it'd be awesome I, it's a it's a phenomenal video if any uh for for anyone to watch but th- th- that's one of those once in a lifetime situations you know I, I shot the still the biggest buck of my life um or of my career if you will um and had <laughs> what would it be the second biggest buck I've ever seen really in the woods come up and actually try to fight that deer while he was, uh, it attacked while, him. I mean, oh, it pushed him, while pushed he was him down, over. I mean, over. Yep. It, was, it was, yeah, it was wild. Um, just shows you the brute force of nature and, and they take every available opportunity they can to, you know, get one up on that guy that's probably whooped absolutely. him for the last season. You know, he's been beating him up all year and he sees him down and out and he's, I'm going to get with it. <laughs> what year was that, Nick? I sent that. It was. It was. I was twenty five. I, I guess. So I guess it was. Uh, f- uh, four. I don't know. I killed that one in thirteen. So it was. It was either the year before or the year after. I don't remember. I think it had to be the year after. I thought, yeah, it was. I think it was fifteen. If I'm fourteen. Fourteen or fifteen. I, b- yeah. I believe. Yeah. I think so, it was fifteen because I think I started going a couple years after that. So first impression of Illinois. <laughs> um, from coming from Georgia. I mean, coming from Georgia. I mean, just 
rolling. I think the very first time we went up there, you know, we 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 left early that morning. We rolled in, um, you know, a little after lunch, and I remember driving into the into the primary farm that we stay at, a little single wide trailer, I, and and that is an upgrade to any. <laughs> Any other camp that I've ever stayed at, don't get me Amen. wrong. I think that's everybody's yeah, oh, came on so Lord. far. Yeah, the fact it had heat <laughs> yeah. was was a plus. Yeah. Um, but we rolled in, and there was probably a um, – and you hear people say, you know, oh, it was a 130-inch deer, 140-inch deer. You know, there was a solid, solid buck across the driveway in front of us, middle of the afternoon. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, that was the biggest deer I'd ever seen in my life. And this is middle of the afternoon – and it's just walking through the middle of a, a you know, soybean field at the time. It's what he had planted there. Ain't that pretty close to where somebody else killed a pretty good deer? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. We'll get right into now. it. But <laughs> ain't that pretty I close? Mean, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the way a crow flies, <laughs> it went two miles. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was close. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't that same oh. farm. But, um, but no, yeah, completely different mindset. And, and, you know, it's one of those things you only dream of. You know, you watch the TV shows. You watch the uh, – listen to different things and see different things, see different pictures. And, and, and it was a dream come true to ever have the opportunity to come up there or to, 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 to go up there. Um. And got to see a lot of lot of really really good bucks that first year, but um, I think it was a couple years in. Um, I'd been hunting up there two years before I ever actually shot that deer, so I think I was going up there the deer you shot there, or the year you shot that big one. I think I was there. I was up, um, but it was it was two years in before I ever ever actually got the uh, got that deer on the ground. Um, yeah, that I got to video that time. So yeah, y'all I mean y'all run trail cameras the whole time. Ever since y'all been going up there, y'all been running cell cameras, haven't y'all? We have, you know, coverts at the ground running back uh, back when, back then. Um, I still got one of those OG coverts, actually, that, that I'd bounce around to different uh, job sites. And I have permission to do that. But <laughs> different right. job sites. And, uh, and, and you know, hang cameras in there. But, yeah, running the coverts. Now, you know, you guys have threw a uh, threw a big shout-out to um, to Tacticam. And th- those reveals are, are unbelievable. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get my hands on, uh, hands on one this year. I think, Mark, you got – you had what? You got one or two? Yeah, I got one. Yeah, you can't find those things. No, you no can't. I mean, they sold out. I keep looking online. There's a bow shop here in Woodstock that I believe uh, a string shop or something. She said that she'll have them in after the first of the year. She still hasn't had them. Sure. Yeah, and they just announced it at on the ATA um, website that they're about to drop their new one. This uh, it's the 2.0. So nice. You'll be able to pick up. Hopefully in the market for uh, some of those used. Anybody out there got some of those base models? Go ahead and shout it out. I'll, I'll holler at you yeah, on them. I'll, they'll go I'll from ninety nine ninety nine to two ninety nine. <laughs> well, and I think that's one of the things they they delivered more product for the value of the money. They're not going to charge an, an, an exponential amount of money for them. From what I understood, and and you know it was a short announcement, but you know it was something pretty neat to see, and that was. I hope they continue to drive that price point, but I don't want it to become a race to the bottom, you know, for any of the products that are out there. And what I mean by that is don't sacrifice the value that you're putting out there now for a cheaper product. You know, you're, you put a mid price point that most all of us can, can afford to have. So, you know, that's one of those good things to, to do. Um, if you, if you talk about a little bit about what you've seen over the years of changes, from Illinois, like I told, I don't know if you listened previously. I told Watson that I thought the deer numbers in our area, which we're not too far from you guys, have went down a little bit. But I think they're coming back up, and I feel like we probably used to see a little bit more numbers of deer there, like far as buck wise. And what do you think? What's your, uh, you know, I, I mean, eight years is a good sure, good time sure. To see. And it, I somewhat agree. I, th- I feel like when we first started going up there, I definitely, uh, I felt like it was better. But then sometimes I also feel like. 
maybe maybe we've got a little accustomed to that. Like we were, we, the excitement level's still there every single year. Don't get sure. me wrong. I, I mentioned chasing November, and I say that you know that that's actually a, a, a YouTube show, uh, <gasps> Bill Wink. Anyway, anyways, but I love that phrase because I I I truly mean that. I chase November every second of every second of the day. Um, you know, the excitement level's still there, as I said, but I, but. Maybe our expectations have have grown a little bit. I, it, it's hard to say. I mean, I you know running trail cameras. I feel like I get, I still get the same assortment of bucks every single year. Um, same amount of shooters. I, you know, I, that's a hard question. I mean, yeah. I, I, it, it really is. I mean, yeah. I, to and answer straight up, yes or no, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I don't, I don't feel like it necessarily, but I, necessarily, but I, but I also feel like um, I may we may be looking for a little bit more than what we're. I what we were looking for in twenty, I'm sure. 13, 14. I don't think we do the. I don't think we do the manage. I don't think we manage it as well with our does. Sure. And I don't know about you guys. I mean, I know y'all. Y'all are not the only hunters hunting that property, though. Correct. So, correct. Yeah. That, so there's an entire there's uh, there, there's three or four guys out of a you know out of North Georgia as well that that go up there and we try to you know schedule it around each other so we're not there at the same times and all that good stuff. So yeah, we're, we're definitely not the only boots that are hitting that 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 you know that section of ground um, in any given month by any means, but. But most people must be managing it pretty well to you guys because you've you've had pretty good success. You've killed some nice deer. Uh, yeah, I, I, we definitely try to set a bar. Um, you know, when the kids come up for youth weekend and things like that, we 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 let them shoot. We try to chase. You know, shoot your biggest, shoot your you know, shoot bigger, bigger, bigger. But then again, you know, when it comes to the kids, you know, if it's a, if it's a trophy for them, it's a trophy for us, and we let them shoot whatever. Sure. Um, but you know, I definitely think over the past couple of years, and Mark, you can, you know, you've been going up for a few years with us as well. That we've tried to start taking those does. You know, it's a, it's a twenty five dollar doe tag, and we're all chasing meat. I mean, we've all talked about that. I mean, Nick, you don't shoot no meat, but we've all been talking about that. Also, <laughs> 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 um, but but I, I, I de- we definitely try to at least one or two off of each farm or each piece of ground that we got permission to hunt. Um, Jared even wants us to as well because I definitely think that uh, that affects the bucks you see as far as the herd. Now, I'm not a biologist, but now this year, um, you, how many did you kill in Illinois? I I, I just shot one doe. Yeah, so I did my management. So he he's really one up to you. <laughs> he, he got a doe on me. He did get a doe on me. That's fine. Just, so as you you know you went through the progression of what you're talking about. In starting out hunting out of state, and Illinois has been your primary focus yeah. outside of Georgia since you started going there. Any other states that you've been to? Uh, no, no, not deer hunting. I mean, we've we've definitely. Uh, um, You've pretty much put your eggs in a basket to hunt Illinois. Yeah, I have because the, the situation that we've ran across. Um, again, I I keep giving shout outs to Jared. I mean, he, he is he's a brother to me at this point. Um, the setup that we have, the place that we got to stay, the ground we got to hunt, all that kind of stuff is, uh, I feel like it's hard to find. You know, I feel like we're super blessed and there's people trying to, there's people that would give anything to have that opportunity. And, and so it's hard for me to steer away from that. You know, uh, Mark and I got, uh, a couple of years ago, we got kind of fascinated with, with Kentucky because they had a rifle season. And, you know, again, I've got two, two little girls that are coming up that, that um, they're not quite old enough to get in, you know, to, to, to draw a bow back. Um, and was wanting them to get in, you know, just be able to push them a little bit more, go with me a little bit more, take them out of state. Um, I wasn't fortunate, you know, I, I didn't have that opportunity growing up to be able to go out of state and, 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 and see different things, not, not just hunting, but just the experience in general, to see different grounds, see different places, all that good stuff. We got zoned in on Kentucky there for a while, and, and it turned out that 
we we really realized how good we had it in Illinois. So you you chase Illinois, and if you if you had grown up there, do you think you would have the same drive and passion to hunt that state? No, absolutely not. And I, I think Jared's tale is kind of key to you know Jared's uh, I think I guess early forties right now. Um, he grew up with you know two hundred inch deer in his backyard for God's sakes, and just didn't really have that drive or that desire he he started hunting i think he started hunting you know when he was like a you know later later teen or something like that but but and we go through that a lot because everybody that's came on here thus far here in georgia has been it's been a better appreciation for the opportunity to go absolutely out of state because you have a better understanding of what it's like to hunt here compared to what it's like to hunt illinois sure and when you go through that appreciation i'll call it it gives you more of a desire to get back there as soon as you can yeah when you're chasing deer up there do you ever feel like you're you're setting your sights on you know something that's taking you away from the your your love of the game is it just about killing that big deer or are you are you starting to see it now more where you're getting your girls involved where it's it's meaning a little more again well i'll start with saying this and and, and not to push off the question but I don't want to discredit any Georgia hunting. I mean, God God knows I love it, and I grew up doing it. And there are some monster, monster deer right here in our in, in this state. I don't, I don't want to discredit that or, or, or pretend that there's not. Um, I would say that they're definitely harder to hunt for sure. Um, and and you know, especially when you creep into this North Georgia North Georgia territory, um, it gets a little more difficult. But but to answer that question, um, you know. <laughs> Just getting out there, bring, you know, getting the kids out there a little bit more, seeing deer. That's that's the biggest thing. Is, you know, is you, we can spend it's nice, weekends. It's nice to be able to get up and go to the woods and feel like that there's going to be a deer. There's going to be deer come out. Yeah, and I'm not talking. About, I'm not talking about some you know, 200 inch deer walking by. You're just happy to sakes. see some deer come. I'm by. happy to see. Yeah, I mean, me, Bethany, and I, my youngest one, we we sat for the entire Thanksgiving weekend. And now this is my ground. This is my property. North Georgia, right down the road from here, for God's sake. So don't, don't, you know, I don't want to get, you know, anybody to bash me in saying this, but we said all, in, all weekend, I think we seen three deer. Um, now, again, that's just that one piece of ground. I know you can drive right down the road and you see 30 and never sit, but, but it just seems like not I, here, no, <laughs> not up here. I, 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 well, uh, again, and, I'm just and where to, I'm going with that is, you know, a lot of people hear us talk about going out of state because we are fortunate and blessed enough to be able to go out of state and chase deer that we spent most of our early, you know, time in the woods chasing bucks in North Georgia or chasing deer period in North Georgia because I didn't go to South Georgia that much. I've been in the last few years, sure. but we spent that time hunting here. You get your opportunity to go to the Midwest. You've been going for eight years, and where I'm going with that is, has it kind of over the years watered down going there, or has it kept that same driving passion for you? Uh, no, absolutely kept the same driving passion. I I I, I reference that chase in November. I absolutely, uh, you know, granted we're rolling in January right now. We got the turkey season rolling up to look forward to and all that good stuff. But it's always in the back of my mind. You Pumpy get, breaks. We got <laughs> whoa. We got plenty more episodes. He done told us. <laughs> but but you know you know summer rolls around. You get a little bit of hot weather behind us. I mean warm weather behind us. And 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 that's the I'm chasing November. That's all I'm focused on. Getting out there shooting that bow. Um, I, no, I still have the same exact drive that I had, you know, eight years ago. Again, this was my eighth, se- eighth season getting the opportunity to go up there. Have the same exact drive. Um, it, it's definitely you – know, my, my focus has changed a little bit. You know, I definitely um, 
I told Mark, uh, you know, this season, um, I want to start enjoying that deer camp. Up, you know, I say up there, just enjoying that time and those opportunities, and more than focused on on shooting that next 150 inch deer, having that opportunity on that next 150 inch deer. Because what happens is you get up there in the first two or three days, you know, you're you're at least for me, you kind of relax. You know, you're you're having a good time. You're you know, we're cooking up good meals, and we're just, you know, we're deer camping, and then all of a sudden that pressure sets in that, oh, man, I've only got four more days. You know, I've got I've got eight more sets um, or, or, or or set all day for two or three days there, you know, whatever the case may be, and, and you kind of lose sight of that. You lose sight of, of how I – say, well, I say how blessed, but you, you lose sight of just enjoying – that time, enjoying that time in the woods, or enjoying that weekend with your kid up. The, you know, my my oldest one, uh, it, she went up with uh, went up to youth weekend this 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 year with us. Enjoying that weekend, but instead of just that pressure setting in to where you're just chasing that buck, you're chasing that trophy, you're chasing, you know, just it just. But it, it, but it's for for us traveling that distance. It's hard for us to super keep, hard. It's hard for us to make that a deer camp when we want to go up there, and that's that's why we go up there because we want to we want to look for those big deer and we want to hunt those sure. big deer. It's hard to go up there and make it a deer camp, and and that's that's a lot that I've talked about before about missing what I've had in Georgia before having those deer camps and and being able to go spend time with family and friends because we don't go up there and just hang out around a bonfire and no. and you know it's it's all business up there so it's hard to what'd you say Watson <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> uh, it's hard to, it, it, it's really hard to to, to I say enjoy, but it's not it, just a getaway every weekend. It's hard no, it's to turn it, it off. It's it one is hard, hard to turn it off because you get up there. And you tr- yes, it's, it's one hard week. It's like it's like being at work, yeah. man. I mean, you you show up and you're whoa, grinding. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump your brakes. It ain't like being at work. You know better than that. You fall ain't ringing off the hook the hey, whole time. I will, I will say this though: me and Alex made it a point. We hunted hard during the day, but in the evenings, it was all camp. Yeah, we did. We, and made, that is- we made sure to make sure it was camp. We cooked. We hung out. We. We talk talked with the neighbors. Talk with the neighbors. Hung out. I mean, we made sure to separate it and not take that, not take that frustration that like I was having for the latter part of the week. Yeah, but we yeah. never even down to to getting into Thursday. Yeah, no. We you were you were we were wanting to get on a deer, but we weren't going well, we, to bed we, early. We don't do that too. We do that too, and we we cut up, but we don't make it like. Well, I'm gonna sleep in in the morning. I'm not going hunting. It's. No, no, you But that goes back to a big shout out to Jason Lewis talking about like you know knowing the wind wasn't right that day. I can't, I can't remember the exact situation with that one buck that he had, but but being able to have that discipline to to not go, I've yet to get there. I'm not that mature of a hunter, no. I guess. No. I, I just I, I I feel like it's wrong, you know. And and in this season, prime example, the last day I was there, the last Saturday before we left, the day I'm leaving, um, it's falling a flood that morning. And we may have stayed up a little late that night as well because uh, a friend of mine's son shot a shot his uh, shot a hundred thirty four inch deer best best bow kill biggest deer he'd ever shot actually at the end of the day, but but I went to the stand late that morning. I went to the stand late that morning. It's still raining. It's cold. And literally walking in, I actually blew the the buck I was after on that farm. I blew that deer out. And and it, you know. It goes back to the fact that it's it's just hard to be that disciplined because you know you don't know at the end of the day it's. I'm not mature enough, not 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 seasoned enough to be able to to uh, to really um, because you, call those shots. Because you're there, there for I'm there for five days. six days. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you if you knew that you were going to hunt a couple of days here, and then you're going to get to come back and go go, go back a couple of different times, and but you you feel like you have to go in there, you're going to be missing out. That's right. Like you said, you have other people coming in behind you. You don't want to miss out on missing the opportunity that deer coming That's by. Right. 
That's right. There ain't nothing going to hurt you worse is if you got a cell camera out there and you catch that deer. Oh, well, I swear to God, that's exactly what, as you were saying, that's exactly what was about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> so, I mean, these cameras are phenomenal. I believe in them. I, I, I will have, I mean, we ran, we run uh, nine or 10 this year, I think. Um, it's a must. In the arsenal, I think it's an absolute must. Um, but the downside to that is exactly what you just said. You know, I, I may be over hunting this farm and that and that target buck. I say target buck. I mean, God knows it. it, it the tuck, I'm not the narrowing it down. I'm not narrowing it down to okay. one. But but a, a shooter buck to yes, a, a shooter buck to me at least walks by that camera, and then you start bouncing around. You start you know you're not focused. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're you know you're bouncing over to this farm, then bouncing to that farm. I mean, it it, it can cause a little bit of chaos. But in your situation, right? You don't you you have. You go up multiple times a year, correct? Or or normally or no? So, no. I, I, well, yes and no. I've had opportunities through the years past. This year in particular, this season in particular, we went up one time, seven days. That was uh, that was the extent of it. Um, you, went to, you went to hunt. Now, you did you go back uh, another time with the girls? Or oh, was so, just... so youth season was um, is the first uh, – second. I'm sorry, second weekend in October. So, we went up for a help – uh, help me, Gracie, you're live now. What was it? Four days. We left Thursday and hunted to, through so. Sunday. You th- you think so? I, I can't remember. It was so long ago. It's only been a few months. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I Seems like an eternity in kid yeah. years. Though they've been yeah, in yeah, school yeah. and learning and everything else. And you know, first and foremost, let's introduce Gracie to the to the show. You know, Gracie, we're glad to have you here with us. She's going to do a little talk uh, talking about her first uh, adventure. Is this the first time you went to Illinois? Uh, yes, it is. It was actually really fun. It was so beautiful up there, like in the fall. It had like all the orange and yellow leaves, and like the farm was so beautiful. Yeah. So, and and you guys went up for um, what? When was that youth season? What was the the time frame? It was in October, right? Second weekend in October. So, it was second weekend of the season. So, and that's a gun season. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. They, they, yeah, they get to um, youth get to shoot primitive muzzleloaders or um, or slug gun shot, you know, shotgun hunting. Um, and they get a buck and no, it's 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 one tag. I'm sorry, it's a it's a buck and ordo. It's not buck and doe. So. Now, Got you. you did say that was the first time you carried her. You didn't. Yes, sir. Yep, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, what was it? Your. It was your second deer. It was my second deer buck. Oh, she threw that. Oh, pump your brakes. Pump your brakes, Daddy. This is my second buck. We got time yeah. with them flatheads. We're getting with it. And, and I'll say this, and and she, I know you appreciate it, baby. Don't get me wrong. Um, it took me to my. Er, I mean, early to mid twenty, you know, mid twenties to shoot a. I mean, we didn't throw a tape on it yet, um, waiting to get it back from the taxidermist because she wanted a shoulder mount on it. This, but. Is, the first, this is the Georgia deer? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh. This, this was the Illinois deer. Well, so. well, hold on, Daddy. Pump your brakes before you start talking about <laughs> inches and stuff. We got to yeah, get the yeah, story yeah. on it. So, you know, this, this year y'all ran cameras. Y'all went through the whole scheme that you usually go through the year. What time during the year did you decide that it would be, you know, an opportunity to take her? Or was it already planned from last year? No, so it was probably, I think I planned it from last year. She, um, so two years ago she shot, and I don't want to talk for you, baby, I'll let you get, let you jump in on this, but she shot her first, uh, her first buck, um, on a piece of property off of Hornage Road. I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out to, uh, to Harvey Satterfield, actually. He randomly, through Cody Fowler, he'll get mad if I don't mention him as well. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he randomly gave us permission to hunt some ground right there across from, uh, right across from Hope, uh, Hopewell Church. And, um, we went in there, set a ground bond up, and um, and at the time we had been shooting a lot, practicing a lot. Um, I had kind of put, the, I had built an AR platform gun for them um, that she was shouldering really good and shooting really good. Um, 
put a good smackdown on a what what that thing end up being? Was it a we've yeah, got it, it mounted like or we, we got a European? Six, yeah. I think it was, it was a it was a strong six pointer that uh, she put the smackdown on, uh, and that was that was our first one we got it European mounted for, and she was hook line and sinker from there. Um, I'm I'm one man, so a lot of times it gets hard with two girls that want to um, two girls that want to hunt. So that following season, which would have been two, let's see, a year mm-hmm. ago, 2019 season, um, my youngest one, Bethany, she she um, she was all about going, and Gracie Gracie set the set that Thanksgiving weekend out, and we was able to get Bethany on one. Um, so we're gonna get I, Bethany on yeah, the we'll target a little bit, but I want to I want to so. back up just a little bit and just having two girls. Oh, God help me. I know. But I, before before you decide, before they grew up and you took them hunting, at what point were you like, man, I, I don't have I don't have boys. I'm not going to be able to take them hunting. I want to I want somebody to enjoy the outdoors with. When did when did you notice that that was that coming perspective for them? I mean, very early on, they they've always uh you know, I try to spend a lot of time with them and I feel like spending spending time in the woods or spending time just just doing something outside of the, the And I know I, I know I kind of asked that no Weird way, but do you understand? Just, no, yeah. everybody thinks boys are the only ones. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was getting to that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, I wasn't scared of that at all because you know my wife and I had had already kind of, well, after we had our second one, we had made we had we had already plowed the row that it was no more. <laughs> so, so um, no, I knew early on that that I was going to have to introduce to them, get them out there. Um, but at because what I wanted point, to. How how old were they? Because yeah. most of the time, you you, you know, you little girl, they're they're, they're yeah, not sure. they're not in the the realm of the because you probably weren't even thinking about hunting I when they were young. <laughs> Don't look at it that way because yeah, yeah, you, you got to think back when we grew up. There were yeah, there were no sure. girls in camp. I yeah. mean, it That's was right. you know it was we're it was looking straight at your, up. we're looking at this from your dad's point of view and yeah. and where he thought. Y'all want to talk? Yeah. <laughs> Peanut gallery firing back up over there, <laughs> but. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, again, yeah. So, 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 you know, early on, I, I say, I don't want to put an age on. It. I mean, how old? So, twelve. That would have been you were. You, so they were both ten actually when they shot their first deer. So, I think that nine year old mark, they started going with me. Like, I mean, same with me. You know, I think about that age. That age, I started going with dad, and, and he, he introduced me to it. I didn't, you know, wasn't hunting, hunting necessarily by myself or actually carrying the weapon. Um, but yeah, nine, ten years old, and 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 just wanted them to, wanted them to experience that because sure. there, there's a, and again, yeah, you, you guys have hit on this, uh, touched on this several times that <laughs> there's something to be said if you've never experienced the 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 hunting community, fishing community, outdoor community. I don't even want to talk about just narrowing it down to deer hunting, bird hunting, deer, whatever you want. There's something to be said. There's something you get out of that that that's almost a higher level, a higher power. That and it's hard to explain. People say I'm crazy. I don't care and and, and saying that, but there, there's something you you gain from from being introduced to that and just enjoying that. And I, I wanted them to to know it just as like I do, you know. And right. Did you and, and Gracie? Did you enjoy that from the first time that your dad took you out? You remember the first time you ever went in the woods? Uh, it was probably like a long time ago, but like. <laughs> It, well, the first time I went in the woods, we have woods in our backyard, so it was like it wasn't. But when like, did you? When you let's <laughs> like, say you first went deer hunting, you remember your first deer hunt? With oh Dad? yeah, of course. It was really fun. I was so excited. I was like, when I shot the gun and I shot the deer, I was like I, shaking completely. So to her point, I'm almost. I sit there and say that we went before. I, was that the first time you had went and set? 
You'd went and sat with me though, hadn't you? I sat with you, but it was the first well, time I that's what they're talking about. Yeah, you I'm just talking about just, when you just sitting with him. Did, did, yeah. yeah. Of course you remember squeezing that trigger. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it kind of, you know, when, when you went out there for that first time, it kind of stuck with you that this is something I want to do with Dad. Yeah, it was yeah. really that's fun. Awesome. I was excited to do it more. It seemed really fun, like, when you got to actually shoot it and get it mounted and skin it and everything <laughs> like that. It was seemed really fun to do. So it, That's awesome. It seemed fun to do it. So I just Proud dad moment. Pump your brakes on that one, I'm sure. <laughs> Get him a tissue, somebody. <laughs> God, Lord, he's already <laughs> puffing up on me. Oh, uh, well, so you went, you know, you went in Georgia and, you know, you went a few times and you, you got to see a few deer here. What was it like getting to Illinois? <laughs> we shot a lot of, well, we saw and shot in a lot of deer. It was crazy how much it was over there. When Mark shot his, and and when everybody shot theirs, it seemed so fun to like go up there in Illinois and get it done like that. The camp, the whole camp atmosphere and everything was just really neat to you. So, yeah. you get to Illinois, you're seeing some deer, and you you know you you've pretty much made it a point that you're not going to shoot a doe. I think you you had an opportunity to shoot a doe, didn't you? I did. He oh, wouldn't let me shoot it. <laughs> he wouldn't let you shoot a he doe? He wouldn't let me. I, we were in the bean field, and it was, like, right there. I was like, I have a shot. I, I can shoot it right here. He wouldn't let me. He said, was that the first day? No, it was – It well, we saw a doe some other times, but it was, like, it wasn't those good does to shoot, you know? Some younger ones. Yeah. yeah. So like, she, got, she got to the witness the, the, the 150-pound – you know, Illinois. monster Midwest <laughs> Illinois swamp corn donkey. fed swamp donkey does. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And she was super upset. So how I was like, I to the squeeze. point I was so mad I was just gonna like walk down and go away. <laughs> because you because you did see those deer and he I did, it was like right there. I was so close to like just shooting it. But he wouldn't let me though. But so then you then you fast forward a little bit and you get to the point where you see a buck. I was like when I saw the buck, I wasn't believing it because it was already, like, almost getting dark out. So I thought that we didn't have any enough time to shoot it or anything like that. Right. So when we saw the buck, it came in, like, right below us. And it was so close that I didn't know, like, what to do. It, I had to be, like, so quiet. It was almost, like, So at that moment, did you say... Oh my goodness! Thanks, Dad, for not letting me shoot I that doe. Did. I almost did. It was hilarious because I was so mad at him for not letting me shoot the doe, and then a buck came in. I was like, almost gonna tell him sorry, but <laughs> sorry, so, Dad, so, for getting so the way that story really goes is, is so. Mark, we were hunting on a on a on a fifty acre lease that that Mark and I got this year, um, outside of Jared's farms, and that let's see, that was Sunday evening that you shot. So, you know, we hunted. Uh, Saturday morning, Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning. Did we end up seeing anything? Where do we hunt Saturday morning? I can't remember. Any, anyways, Saturday morning was a little bit of a light morning. Saturday evening, we seen th- what was it? Mark thirty. It was it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just they kept pouring out in this bean field, pouring out in this bean field, and uh, we're sitting in a double ladder stand, um, you know, shooting rail, all that good stuff, and I'm letting Gracie man the gun. You know, I'm not touching it. I'm not moving it. It's her hunt. It's her deer. Um. We're sitting there, and, and and like I said, there you know those two of the of the biggest doe to this day that I've ever seen. I think in my entire life, fed out into this bean field. Unfortunately, I did not have the rights to drive the edge of that bean field on this on this lease we had, and 
or that we were hunting. So we it was about a 700-yard drag back to the truck. And shame on me. Look at that I, beautiful I face, know, though. I know it's you're not going with saying that. Golly. So I held, on, her, I held her off from shooting because I know you can't boil them horns down, but but we were after horns, so let's be honest, you know. Um, I held and I'm out of shape. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> I might be a little heavy they on the hook. They were sweating so bad. He's in the back Cody, of the truck. Cody, he is perfectly it was in shape. He's round. Like, Do you need me to help you? Round is definitely in shape. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I held her off. She's super upset with me. I mean, we we probably blew a hundred deer out of those two or three fields we walked by that evening, and she's super upset. So I tell her that afternoon. I said, "Listen, tomorrow morning, I don't care what it is. Wipe the milk off its mouth." I don't care what it is. You was tired of hearing. I it. was tired of hearing it. Yeah, we're 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 shooting. We are not burning a tag. <laughs> you must have caught a lot of grief that night. Yeah, to say the least. Probably not from just her. Not just from her. Yeah, it was the the entire camp. <laughs> Shout out to Chris for really giving me a hard time. But uh, <laughs> so you fast forward to Sunday morning, we get what do we get? Skunked. Mm-hmm. We do not see. It we either. didn't see anything. There was not a squirrel in sight. Nothing. You could seen a black cat. That was it. That a almost black cat. it almost broke in on us. Thought it was a panther for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so now the pressure's Dad, really Dad, getting yeah. on old Dad. His feet's to the fire. And going back to that pressure, the pressure was on to the point like I'm emotional. You know, I am. Oh, here I know I've you're drugged. emotional. I've known you a here long I, time. Oh my, right? oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm emotional. Here I have. I've drug her up here. I, I want her to I know where Fowler gets it from. Now <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be or her to be to fall in love with it. Just like I, I mean, not just in love with. It. I mean, again, it just. Enjoy it in general. Want to come back? Want to come back for 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 years to come? So, what know? time did y'all hunt to that morning? Oh God, we hunted to lunch. I mean, it's probably eleven thirty, and it was ninety five degrees for Lord's sake. Um, How do you keep her occupied? <sighs> I don't let her play with the phone very often, but I think by the end of that one, she might have. Yeah, at this no point, shit. she's digging worms for God's sake. <laughs> we're sitting in a ground blind that Marcus Tucker might have set up for us. It was in a terrible spot. It's reason we didn't see anything. But um, <laughs> you fast forward to that afternoon, we are, we're literally, uh, Mark goes to that lease with us and sets up a lock-on, <laughs> sets up a lock-on for our November hunt, right? I said, listen, um, and I know we're going to get into his deer store, so I don't want to bleed too much of that out, but this was post his, his deer kill. Um, he's there to burn time. It's what he was supposed to be there for the whole entire weekend, but he ends up shooting a doe out of my stand and then shoots a monster to say dad, the least. Dad, Yep, okay, we're getting back Bumpy to Bumpy breaks. So, <laughs> <laughs> he is sitting in a lock on 300 yards away from us. Um, we had had pictures of a very, very, very good eight-pointer. I mean, what do you think, 22-inch? Well, I mean, just a, a solid, you know, 130, 135-inch eight-pointer. Um, he sets up on it on, on a lock on, doesn't even have his bow. Did you have your bow? I don't know. That. Yeah, he was he, he was did. weaponless. Gracie and I are sitting on a, a you know sitting in this double ladder on the edge of the bean field, and um you know that that forty five minute to an hour before dark that 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 beautiful magical beautiful time. beautiful magical time like clockwork those same I'm almost certain those same two mature does fed out in the, that bean field, and Gracie is safety off. She's ready to pull a shot. Uh, these deer end up being about one hundred and forty yards at that time. <laughs> And, and what did y'all have? Muzzleloader or slug she was gun? Shooting a, she was shooting a twenty gauge slug gun. Yep, um, um, tack driving slug gun too. I mean, it is. I absolutely love it. She loves it. She shoots it well. Um, those deer feed out, and she wants to take the shot. And about that time, I feel my phone go off, and uh, old Mark has sent me a text that lo and behold, that eight pointer that we have had on camera is thirty yards behind him, headed to us. 
in in theory headed to us. I mean, you know, we hope he's headed to us. Right. You know, general way, direction. He's general headed. direction. He's cutting the yeah. He's cutting this this, this real thick uh, patch of timber, uh, big gut cut out of it. But you know, the drainage swell cut out of it. And he's he's traveling it. And we'd had pictures of him come out in that bean field. It would have been sixty yard, just pitch shot for. Um, and I hold her off. Yeah, uh, this I, time the doe are in a ditch. <laughs> they're in a ditch. Like there's a there's a bean field. There's a ditch in the bean field. And they're by the time we figure that out, they're in a ditch in the bean field. I was like, that was the shot. I could have had it, but I didn't get it. So disappointment sets in. You mad at old she dad She would still. not speak to me. I think I've got a picture of that of her head turned, literally gun turned, her back is to me. Like, she is not wanting to talk. Mm-mm-mm. I was so mad when they got in the dish. I was <laughs> beyond mad. So let's say we're 30 minutes from, from, you know, the end of legal shooting light and dropping, time's dropping, uh, lights dropping. It's getting closer and closer to the end of it. How hot was your tail oh, at that point? I felt terrible to the point. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, we all have those, you know, these magical playbooks in our head that that never right. that never play out. I mean, you know, um, it was you know twenty minutes to shoot and lot, fifteen minutes to shoot and lot, ten minutes to shoot and lot, and I'm I'm stressing. I mean, at this point. To the to the point we so so youth season rolled into Monday. I was we were obviously going to stay that night and, and come back Monday morning, but I was going to hunt Monday. We were going to go hunt Monday morning and try to get it done. Um, wasn't planning on doing that, but at that point I'm just like we got to. You know, at this point we're getting back late Monday night. You know, I've got to at least get one more hunt under our belt. Um, and I felt terrible because I trusted she had that that 140 yard shot. It would have been a it would have been a long one, but I think she That's had it. That's a poke it. for anybody uh, else. Yeah, yeah, and it, especially, you know, again, sitting in a double ladder that's built for an adult, she's having to, you know, Kinda more adjust. or less elbow the gun against the rail, all that good stuff. So, um, <laughs> 10 minutes, 5 minutes, literally last second, and I'm not exaggerating in saying that, I hear a limb crack, that old, that old cliche of a limb cracking. And this deer, this buck walks out, I mean, what, Gracie? At the base of the ladder stand, right there. You could it if, you, literally if you had fed. a long enough arm, you could touch it. It was just like right there. It was. It was to the point. It was straight up and down under us. Got our ground scent and froze. And we're sitting in a twelve foot double ladder stand, trying to freeze. Da, da, you can hear. Da, da, you can da, hear. Da, you can da, hear da, every da, bolt da, rattling da, 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 in that ladder stand. I was shaking worse than she was. He um, was. <laughs> you ain't got to agree with me. <laughs> So, Tell us about dear old dad. He was nervous. <laughs> he wasn't. was. He was like, what was he saying the whole time? He was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was so happy, but he was so nervous at the same time. He was nervous, excited, didn't know what to do. That's because he just knew he won the lottery. Yeah, he wasn't getting in trouble when he, he got home. Just in he just cashed in. But there's also, you got to realize that, that it's one thing if you, you know, as – I don't want to say seasoned hunters. I still got a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. I want to learn. Um, we can take that shot. We can take a quick, you know, throw right it up and make it you. shot. Right, you know, make that shot. Trying to explain it to her, on the other hand, with a deer standing at twelve yards, ten yards, eight yards, you know, whatever he was. Um, twelve foot ladder standing at four yards. Yeah, so. yeah, but yeah, exactly. Literally, he's sitting at the base of the ladder stand. It's it's very hard. We're, I'm, I'm whispering. Like, I I'm whispering you. a whisper. You, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to whisper to her. This deer is going to do one of, what do you say, two things. Either he is going to he hit that he hit that ground scent, he's going to bolt and be gone. Three things, because <laughs> the third one ended up happening. Second thing is he's going to bolt and he's going to run to sixty yards on the edge of that bean field, eighty yards on the edge of that bean field, and she's going to have to make a split decision shot. She's going to have three seconds to pull that shot off. 
not saying you can't do it, but that's that it, it it'd still be tough. Or that deer does what it does, and it literally takes ten yard steps out into that bean field. And I whisper to her, it wasn't a super ethical. Sh- well, I say it wasn't an ethical shot. It was a shot I felt comfortable she could make, and a shot that ended up with that deer on the ground. But she stood. You had to. You stand. You had, had to a, stand up I in had the a, st- like almost in a squatting position, like stand up a over the rail. A little bit higher in a squat position, and just like that, with my elbows up, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> It she was, had a wallet from that twenty gauge on her so bicep. Bad. I bet. Yeah, but um, but I'm I'm, I'm wishing. I bet to her. she wasn't thinking about that twenty no, gauge wallet no. from her at that point. See, all that's in your mind right now is okay. I've got to get this deer shot. I was yes, it, it was. I was. I had the shot. I could have done it, and I did it. But I was like so nervous. I didn't know what was going to happen or how it, how the shot would lay in the deer if it would hit, get it and it would run away and not be hurt, or I get it and it'd be dead. So that, that's actually what ended up happening. I shot it right in the back, and it laid down immediately. I was like, oh, my – I did it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm literally whispering to her, shoot it in the back. Shoot yeah. it in the back. And, and again, I know that's right it's a straight-down shot. I, wanted vitals, to, I said shoot it right between the shoulder. You know, it's still a, a – yes, a very – it hit got, all the vitals, got, all the good stuff. So it, hit, so it hit the ground. Oh, it was – it, it, it hammered yeah. out immediately. Yeah. What was your f- – I was like – I was – I'm going to say something, and he's probably going to get mad at me. I was like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? An hour and 45 seconds in, we just named the show, I Told You So. <laughs> but it only took that long. I told so. you. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So, you 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 know, you're ecstatic at this point. I've, mm-hmm. You said that. And so, what's running through, you, you know, your head? Are you excited? I mean, are you, you was, thrilled? Are you nervous? Ex- or what's, you know? I was, like, in the middle of ne- nervous and excited. I didn't know, like, what to do if I had to sit there. Obviously, I had to sit there, but I didn't know what to do at that point. I just sat there and just watched it. And he was, like, telling me what to do, like, sit here, just watch it. And he was like, it's a bad way to see a deer die like that in the back and, like, well, suffer like that. Well, I was just trying to explain that's, that's not the traditional shot we try to take. It wasn't – I, I may have worded it that way. That it was a bad way. It just wasn't the shot that I would prefer to put on the deer. It, it, it you know, expired immediately. There was no right. – you know, there was no – Listen, if you've never shot a deer with a 20-gauge, and I've been fortunate enough to shoot several, that inertia and shock that goes through a deer from a 250-grain slug at four yards. It may have been 14 at that point. (laughs) Okay. I've shot them at 100 like that, and you can see their whole body shake. Sure. The energy that those bullets drive forward, you know, you, you you got the deer on the ground at this point. What's old dad thinking? Oh my gosh! I I mean, <laughs> definitely shed several tears. Um, is it alligator? Oh, is it alligator? Lord, it was, at this it was point, bad. it was a lot of hugging and you know hugging and kissing and loving. So and, when did mom get the call? I'll be not that well. I, no, it was once we got so so. This, <laughs> when did mom? Get I'm the not. Yeah, drag me right into that one. Thanks, Alex. Um, <laughs> hey, I, so I'm, I'm going to take time right now because if I don't do it, I'm going to forget and I'm going to feel terrible. I've got to get shush. I've got to hey, give hey, a shout hey. out to my wife. Nope, I'm going to do it right now. My wife Morgan, she hands down, she hands down for weeks out of the year, whether it's hunting, fishing, whatever the case, I, whatever day. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She holds the home front down. Takes care of the kids, takes care of the house, takes takes care of just our life in general. And I got to give her a shout out for that because she's never given me a give me a give me a side word or a side eye, maybe a side eye, not not too many yeah, harsh words. Two times for 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 being gone, and and that's definitely more than more than the time that uh, that any man should have. Uh, so we get down on the ground, and uh, 
the you know the deer's expired at this point and you know y'all <laughs> y'all first lay hands on it and it's like did that i guess it's a sense of euphoria at that point for you because i mean you're on an emotional roller coaster at this point. Oh, and I was at the I was at the bottom of the hill. Absolutely, th- you know, three minutes before that, you know, before yeah. the steer walk down that happened. But yeah, we get down and we celebrate and we we you know again we hoot and holler and all that good stuff. And again, Mark is sitting three hundred yards away. Um, Mark's the first call that that we made. I mean, Mark and I've been hunting together a lot, you know, for for years now. I love the guy to death, and and he's the first call we made. Mainly because I needed a hand dragging the deer out. <laughs> he's the first call we make, and you know, and, and, get over here. You know, Grace, I need some you know, help. And, and, and as you, you, you know, like you, you guys have talked about, you know, when you shot that deer and Cody making it over there, I heard my truck crank and come around the backside of that farm. I don't know how you got out of the stand. I mean, same deal. I think he leaped out of the stand, but but he come. I mean, again, seven hundred yards from where we're parking, and he's in a full sprint. Gets down there hugging Gracie. We take some pictures. It was a. It was a it was a heck of a moment. It really it really really was. And they still struggled trying to get the deer to the truck. With two <laughs> so, so let me tell you something. This this deer again. We had is, is, is it flat up there where you hunt? Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Ronnie Coleman would struggle getting them deer to the truck. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. I understand. Eight hundred solid pounds of deer is what you get up there. It yeah. may not quite be that much. By the time you get oh, to the man, truck, you is. sure feel like it is. So that's the thing. I mean, we, we, again, we hadn't put a tape on that deer. I didn't care because, and, and, and she didn't either because it was a trophy, you know, it was, it was her trophy. And it was, as I said earlier, when it took me to my early to late 20, I mean, mid twenties to shoot a deer of that caliber. And I was super ecstatic for, her. um, a deer we'd had on camera, hadn't really been showing up a whole lot, but it was, it was definitely a deer we had on camera and was, was super Super tickled for that she got it done. But, yes, the, the, the dragon aspect, no, for some reason there was a hill that grew both ways <laughs> dragging that deer out. It was a six, 700-yard drag for, for Mark and I that, that I've still got a pulled muscle in my neck. I Did y'all field dress it before you started dragging? We, we didn't because I wanted yeah, to brag. Yeah, what listen, in the world? Is wrong? Jesus. Listen, listen, I wanted to brag on how big they – so, you know, how many inches the deer was, that's one thing. But that deer, I mean, definitely over a 200-pound deer. It was a – I mean, pictures prove it. It, it was you can a brag monster. about how big it is without the guts in it. <laughs> no. Just add thirty eight percent. That's what you lose when you gut one. I can yeah. promise you. So, anyways, yeah, we got to the truck and got back to the camp about midnight. It felt like, for gosh sakes, but um, well, hey, that's awesome. Me. And you know, Gracie, we we sure appreciate you coming on and giving your side of the story. I am uh, without a doubt uh, excited to see what your future holds. Yeah, I did. Go ahead and get you one, Nick. Oh, oh, I, I said oh, oh. the e word. I said the e word. So get you one. <laughs> We're, we're, we're proud that you came on and, you know, and you told the story great and congratulations on taking that deer. Uh, but this is going to have to go into a two-part got, episode. Got, wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to give you an opportunity to close out. Or you got a question? I got a question for Gracie. Oh, okay. Well, pump my brakes. Pump your brakes. <laughs> Get the mic out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> are, do you, have you, uh, have you have a bow? We have a bow, but I don't shoot it that you don't shoot it. I want to try to shoot it, shoot it more, but we just don't have that much time. We do have some time, but it's just like Well, you're involved in you, sports and yeah, sports and everything like that is getting in the way and everything like that. I like shooting bows, but I like shooting guns better. That's just, there you go. okay. That's, that, I, I was just going to ask like if you're going to shoot bows. Well, to I that, thought you got. I thought I thought they had bows. Yeah, to that point. So we we I got and shame on me for shooting bows forever. I should have known this. I mean, obviously, there's a huge difference between the size of Gracie and Bethany. 
Um, I bought them one bow to share back a few years ago, and I am so tired of swapping the cabs around on that. Be like me and you I, shooting yeah, the same so bow. Like you know, shoot. It's a terrible idea. They, they, I mean, they definitely uh, they got pretty hot with it. You know, a couple years ago when we first got it. Listen, like, anybody out there that uh, has a you know, we're gonna start a collection since Cody's struggling so much that he can't buy two bows. We're gonna start a collection. Y'all want to send it over uh, for a for a get Bethany a bow that fits. <laughs> We'll, we'll be more than happy to do that for you, buddy. New, uh, thank new you. opportunity for a charity event. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> charity no, it's definitely been a privilege having y'all on tonight. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go over into a, an, an other episode with this whole story because we haven't even gotten into the you know to the y'all's trip this year as far as Mark's <laughs> perspective of it. And of course, I gotta hear Bethany's deer kill before this is all over said and done but you said something just a second ago you know you talked about measuring the inches and i'm sure that deer is going to be mounted it doesn't matter what it measures it doesn't matter what it is you're mounting a memory there and we say it enough you know mount the memories and you know you're taking it with a with a full-fledged you know force for that to be a, a memorable moment for you guys and and i'm sure it'll carry with you i know dad was was way more proud than he may have shown he's that's probably one of the highlights of you know, his hunting career, he'll take and trade any 200-inch deer out there for the moments he'd have with you girls out there. I promise and you that. And I say so. that wholeheartedly. I mean, heartedly. I, 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 that is yep. the God's honest truth. Yep. So, Gracie, thanks for coming on and Thank giving you us your story. Me. And uh, I'm sure we're going to hear from you in the future if you keep on hunting like that. So, Cody, we appreciate it. For everybody over at Talk About It Outdoors, I hate to do it. We're going to have to cut you all off on this one before we go into the next episode. As I said... Earlier on in the show, we did our apparel drop earlier on in the week. Go over, find whatever you can that you like. If you see something, you got a question about it, whether it's going to shrink, it's not, it's pre-shrunk, ring-spun cotton, go over, shoot us a uh, message. If you want to order something, you can find us on Venmo, Cash App. You want to meet up with me and give me a check, or you want to trade me your hunting rifle for some of this stuff, I'm all about that. Uh, we'll take whatever you want. I mean, we, we, we're not, we're not picky around here. We'll trade with you. So we're horse traders from way back. So for everybody at talk about it outdoors, I appreciate y'all tuning in. And, uh, as always, don't forget smile as you go and mount the memories.